Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 519 of the Drunk Testers Podcast. As always, I am your host, as always. I'm Tyler. And joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Wrongway, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing all right, Tyler. Work week has officially been wrapped up, and I am on vacation now. And let me tell you something. I definitely. So I definitely got some plans to try to work out things on vacation. I'm not going to say too much, though, but uh, let's just say that, yeah, it's about damn time. I get a little bit of a reprieve off of the workflow stuff. Because, you know what? You just Sometimes you just need like an extended break. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, other than that, though, I've been dabbling in between playing a couple different games. I mean, I haven't really played anything like too new in that regards. Like, I didn't pick up either... The, the Mario Sparks of Hope game or like the freaking uh, which one was it? Plague Tale Requiem I didn't pick up either one or unfortunately Bayonetta 3 though I haven't even had a chance really to go and pick that one up in physical yet but uh, I'm going to look around Walmart probably in the next like tomorrow or probably the next couple days but uh, other than that though just bouncing in between playing some classic stuff and uh, playing with some friends with Destiny 2 but, Word. yeah, other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. How's your week, man? Uh, going okay. Uh, it was a life-changing uh, moment. Uh, I did accidentally. over Sometime in the last week and a half or so, um, and I didn't realize it until, like, Tuesday, um, where, like, I noticed, like, like I listen to a lot of podcasts because, you know, I drive all day at work. And um, uh, I, you know, I, I listen to podcasts probably, like, good, during work, like, 40 50 hours a week just listen to podcasts yeah. and I even still struggle to keep uh, keep up with my podcast especially right now with football season and stuff there's just a lot more out there yeah um, but um, I somewhere in the last week and a half I accidentally changed the podcast speed to 1.5 uh, okay and it kind of like, like this sounds weird and then there was like one podcast where I had like um, hi Louie he's put his head on my knee um uh that's my dog by the way for people that don't know who i'm talking about um but um i put it at 1.5 speed and i just love it now like it's just life altering like i don't want to listen to podcasts any other way like i'll watch mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, like i'll watch it like uh something on youtube and i'm like ah, it's so fucking slow <laughs> like i don't like this i need it to go faster uh yeah so I, i've been doing that and i just been fucking churning through shit man it's great i yes. recommend it I've heard people do this in the past, and there's some that are kind of hard. Like those two, like there's some podcasters like I've, I've, I've like listened to. It. I'm like, man, like it just sounds like they're on 1.5 speed already. And now I'm like listening to them on 1.5, and it's like I can't barely, I can barely understand them. But um, it's great for a lot of podcasters too. Where uh, like there's one I really like. Um, the guy's name is Joel Corey. He was an agent for a long time. Uh, he does a podcast called Inside the Cap. It's about like the NFL cap. Right. Um, it's kind of like he explains all the nerdy shit about the uh, NFL cap um, that probably most people don't find very entertaining, but he does a, he does a weekly show. It's like 30, 40 minutes usually, but a lot of pauses, a lot of um, things like not long pauses, but like that half second to second pause, stuff like that. And you, cause you have that dead air cause you're by yourself. And um, I put it on 1.5 speed and it's like, Oh my God, this is like the greatest podcast ever. <laughs> like, cause it's a really, it's a really good podcast. It's very entertaining. But it's just like it's just because he's like there's like those dead air moments, and it's always just kind of awkward. Uh, but it, it feels like that 1.5 fills in this fills in that gap, and I recommend everybody, um, 
do that because I, you know, because like sometimes you see that, like sometimes I'll see that podcast that's like an hour, 50 minutes or two and a half hours. I'm like, oh God. And it's like, I mean, for, I, you know, for every, I, th- I think it worked out to like, it's like what, 15 or 20 minutes? I'm saying 15 to 20 minutes. I can't remember. I did the math. Um, but like every hour of a podcast too, like I'm basically shaving off like 15, 20 minutes, something like that. So um, just, you know, that's, that's an extra podcast to a day. And uh, I recommend it. Um, but also the thing I recommend for everybody to do is check out extra-life.org. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's right, Gables. That was an awesome segue by me. And I know I destroyed it by pointing it out. Um, but I don't care because I'm very proud of myself. Um, I've been doing this for nine and a half years. I think I've had like, I think I can count on one hand how many times I've done that. Um, but anyways, I, I totally destroyed it right there by continuing to brag. Uh, but um, anyways, um, uh, extra-life.org uh, is a really cool thing that Gables and I do every year. It's uh, mm-hmm. my 11th year. It's Gables' 10th year. Uh, well, we play g- video games for 24 straight hours. Uh, by and, for, and the reason we do that is uh, not because it, we, we love video games, but we do. But it's not that we like to stay up for 24 straight hours and ruin our, our entire sleep schedules. Uh, we do it to uh, help uh, those big, beautiful kids out there at the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Um, you can sign up. Go Like I said, go to extra-life.org. If you look in the show description, um, you can see that. You can see links in there. Uh, if you're watching us live right now, by the way, hey, I, well, if you're watching us, we're live. We're trying this out for the first time. I got a brand new PC. That's pretty cool. I guess you should start with that. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited about it. And if you're listening to us later on uh, audio or watching us later, hi, thank you. Um, but I got a new PC. It's a lot more powerful. And I can actually uh, do more than one thing at a time. I, I can actually do one thing at a time. Uh, and this is actually, I'm doing multiple things, which is awesome. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> um, so we're doing, we're live streaming this, but, um, back to extra life. Sorry. I'm, I'm all over the place. Um, I'm trying to pet my dog. I, I can't, my computer could do multiple things at once. I can't I'm trying to pet my dog, record a podcast, live stream it, um, and continue to have a functional conversation. And it's not going great. Uh, but anyways, extra dash life.org. I swear, I swear I'll stop saying that eventually. Uh, but it is a cool charity that we do. We, like I said, we play 24 straight hours of video games and we do that. Um, people do, you sign up, uh, like go like that website. Like I said, I won't say it again. I promise for at least 20 seconds. And, uh, you, people donate to you. You can pick any hospital you want in the United States or Canada. Uh, it's a really cool thing. And uh, you play games 24 straight hours. You can, you don't have to do it on the day. You don't have to do 24 straight hours. Honestly, you probably don't have to do it, but I recommend that you do it. People are more you know tempted to uh, donate to you if they know you're doing it. Or you can just lie, I guess. I don't know. But uh, you shouldn't because it's really cool. Um, but uh, anyways, this gave us 11th or gave us 10th, my 11th year. And uh, I picked the Iowa City Hospital. Uh, if you watch college football at all, or you know college football. And there's that uh, Iowa Hawkeyes at the at the end of every first quarter. We, they wave to the kids at the hospital because they can like they built an extension where the kids in the hospital can watch the games. Um, that's the uh, that's the hospital I'm donating to. Gables is the one doing that one in Seattle. Yes, uh, which the one in Seattle is like every year like one of the, the top three or four grossing hospitals um i got one of these cool shirts here this is uh children's miracle network uh shirts um you can actually go to the website children's miracle network uh com and you can buy some cool merch and all that money goes to the uh, kids as well in the hospital so like i said you go there you, you sign up and uh you can like I said, play games you don't do it you don't have to do it on the day the number fifth is the day it's always on uh the first saturday of the month daylight savings time um you don't have to do it on that day. You can do it whenever day you want. You don't have to do it all in one day. Some there's people that we know will break it up. They'll do 12 and 12 or they'll do four hours a day to over the course of a week, stuff like that. So like I said, you don't have to do it all in one day. You can do it whenever you want. But um, yeah, like I said, it's really fun. It's a really cool thing we do. Gables and I look forward to it every year. It is, um, it's my Christmas. 
but it's also my I, I I've been saying this for a long time and it still holds true. It is my favorite least favorite day of the year. Um, yes, because uh, it wrecks you. It, I mean, it's a great time, but after like 16, 17 hours, um, you're exhausted and you just don't like video games anymore. <laughs> um, there's been a couple of years where I like I, I've woken up and I just kept playing games like it was like a normal day. And there's been some years where I didn't touch video games for like a week because I was like I'm just kind of done. Um, so yeah, uh, like I said, check it out. It's really really cool. Um, if you want, there if you you look up in our um, here, I, I guess I could probably put the link in the show description later. Uh, but we did a podcast last year going through like a good, a good 30, 40 minute episode. Um, but if you listen on 1.5 speed, it's like 25 minutes. Um, and it, it gives all our tips and stuff like that for, you know, we got to combine 20 years here of doing extra life, giving up, you know, telling us, telling you all the tips and tricks that we recommend to, to uh, get through uh, extra life to kind of help it out, like dietary wise, uh, make sure that you're prepared for like having enough video games to play. Don't, don't come prepare with like three games. And then eight hours into the day, you're you really those games aren't hitting stuff like that. So, uh, recommend you do that. Um, you know, like hey, if you're uh, also while you're while you're doing all that, please uh, like, follow, subscribe. If, whether you're uh, watching us on YouTube, whether it's live right now, hi, thank you for watching. Uh, are you listening to us um, audio on audio? Uh, please actually, even if you're watching us on YouTube, please uh, look in the show notes and find. Uh, we have Apple Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, all those places. Um, we have a sponsor for the audio version. Um, it's actually anchor, uh, who does anchor.fm. And every time you guys, uh, listen to the audio version, uh, we, we get a little bit of money. So, uh, we really appreciate if you did that. So, uh, Gables and I, we, um, if I took, if I cashed out right now, Gables, you and I can probably get, um, if we split it 50, 50, we can each get a large coffee and a donut from Starbucks. So yeah, there you go. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we're at right now. Um, so we're doing pretty good there. I mean, we did cash out, I guess, a few months ago. We 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 both got like what I think we, we, we both got some. We got an eShop card, so that worked out. Um, mm-hmm. That was nice. We got some money for that. Uh, but um, yeah. So if you uh, were you know want to do all that, we really appreciate it. But uh, Gables, we talk. We're talking about extra life. What what's your what what what, what are you planning to do for uh, extra life? Because uh, this will be our last podcast we record before extra life that's on next Saturday. So. We will not be recording a podcast um, typically because um, we're going to we try and do this live every week as long as my new computer. Um, I'm not going to wood here. I don't want to knock too loud because my dog can go nuts. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, we we're typically record, you know, Saturday around this time. Uh, it's like 1030 uh, Central Time on Saturday, 830 West Coast, Best Coast time. Um, but um, next week we'll be recording sometime Sunday. I don't know what we'll to figure out a time to do that because uh, I unfortunately have to work Monday. Next, uh, the following week, but uh, uh, there no one, not everybody's cool like Gables and gets gets two fucking weeks of vacation, fucking piece of shit. Um, <laughs> but Gables, what are, what are you thinking for extra life this year? What, what's on the docket? All right, so like in years past, I'm going to start around midnight my time and work my way from midnight to midnight. The first game on the agenda, if I can't go through and finish it, like uh, for the span of this week, it's going to be starting with God of War. I want to start with God of War because I want to finish that and get it out of the way before Ragnarok comes in. But uh, other than that, though, there are a couple other games I did want to try to play. I pretty much am going to set up the Xbox One S and probably get like uh, Shredder's Revenge all going through with that stuff because I know eventually I want to try to at least play something co-op with you, and I know that's one of the games that I believe that uh, both you and I have kind of agreed, yeah, yeah, we can yeah. play that and stuff we, like we, that. 
we put a um a google doc together some games and like we have our own personal games but then we also have uh um to, to um, the to, together games so yeah we had like uh just kind of run through some of the stuff we here we we put in like uh shredder tmt shredder's revenge of course right. we got because we got that's only that's only gonna take a couple hours so that's not gonna be a big thing right. but i mean yeah it's definitely a game that we both love and i'll put to play too splatoon 3 we have on the yeah. list um I think also you, Fortnite we have on the list as well. We do have, yeah, Gable, yeah, yeah, we do. But you better make sure you install that beforehand. Yes. Um, honestly, yes. Um, before you start your, do you have you have do you still have a data cap? Yeah, I still do have okay. a data cap. Well, you know, maybe you want to install that now before the new billing period starts on Monday or Tuesday for November first, because um, it's like it's a it's a it's a little bit of a beefy download. It's like I think it's like sixty seventy gigs. Okay. Um, so yeah, but like hey, it's a, it's always a tip I say for people: make sure before Extra Life, make sure any game that you think you might play, even if you don't think you will, but there's a chance, make sure it's installed, all the updates ready to go, because nothing's worse than, you know, like oh man, I really want to play this game, and then it's like fuck, oh, it's gonna take two hours to download. Um, yeah, so we had Fortnite on there, we had Rumbleverse, that's that wrestling um, battle royale game. I don't, I, don't, I think we're just throwing shit out here because we also have Returnal and Overwatch too. So. Uh, then power wash simulator we have on here as well <laughs> so that's kind of our uh together games so go ahead though i'm sorry well like uh like i was stating though it's like like you and i both have like a bunch of the co-op stuff that you just went through with but uh i know god of war is gonna be the main crux of things if i sort of get if i sort of want to go forth and pace myself like say have a little break from that there are a couple other games that i can go forth and have i mean hell if i want to just explore shit i mean i got horizon Zero Dawn that I can go through and just finish a couple of different things. You're, I you're got. doing it again. You're just trying to hurt me. You're just trying to hurt me. What's, <laughs> the, what's name some more? What's name? What's name? What's name some more game of the years? That you can <laughs> you're gonna throw Skies of Arcade of Legends. You're gonna finally play through that one. You son of a bitch. <laughs> my game of the year from like 2003. Oh my gosh. Yes, yeah, so that would be kind of funny if like my extra life was just total effort game of the years that you've done every single yeah. year for the past twenty years. <laughs> I just get a, I just get a random message next like July. Hey, uh, Tyler, what was your uh, game of the year from nineteen ninety three? What's that? Go look up nineteen ninety three. Uh, looks like Earthworm Jim two. Um, all right, cool. And then like yeah, like extra life. Oh yeah, I think we're gonna play Earthworm Jim two. I'm like this son of a bitch. <laughs> But I know, I know for, for I know for certain game. that uh, it's going to be ended up based upon feel, like how I'm feeling at the point. So I do want to start with God of War, and I'll just work my way for then. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Do you have any other um, ones here? Oh yeah. Uh, so I, I don't have a lot. Man, I, I've already deleted out a few in here. Uh, so I have like, um, like I'm always going to start with Madden. Madden's like one of my go-to's. I always have to put. I I always start and end with Madden typically. Um, cause it's always kind of just fun to kind of see like, you know, you're up 24 hours in how your motor yeah. skills are still working. That's kind of like that test case. It's like, they always have like the driving game, like with the, when the console launches, right. Like, that's like the showcase thing. That's just a showcase where my motor skills are at <laughs> an <laughs> hour 23 of uh, extra life. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to do, uh, I got Madden on the docket. Um, uh, like we talked about all the, the co-op stuff. Um, and then, uh, I just closed it. Why did I close it? Give me a second. Oh, Bayonetta three. I, you know, Oh yeah. The, no for shit. Audio listeners, I, I just showed the case. I got, I just got that yesterday. I haven't even booted it up yet. Um, I'm, I'm, I've got two other games that I had to beat. So, uh, I did beat one. I'll talk about that later. Nice. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, 
Bayonetta 3, an Uncharted Lost Legacy is another one. Uh, I, I beat that game previously when it first came out in 2017. Um, but uh, earlier this year, they re-released uh, the, the PS5 update for Uncharted 4 and uh, Lost Legacy. And I beat 4 earlier this year. Um, and I want to re- replay Lost Legacy because I haven't played it since I, it came out. Like I remember that weekend it came out, I beat it all in like two sittings because it's not a very long game. It's like a good five, six-hour game. Right. That, that's just kind of the perfect like, game because like, I remember like one year, like I think it was like twenty, whatever the year the Uncharted Lost Legacy or the Uncharted Nathan Drake Collection came out. I think it was like twenty fourteen or fifteen. Um, I ended up playing through the like almost the entirety. I like I beat like basically the last two thirds of Uncharted two during an extra life one year, and that was like the perfect fucking extra life game. Um, you know, always talk about like open world games are are good for that too. Uh, like Ubisoft, like before Ubisoft went nuts with their six hundred hour campaigns. Um, but like. Yeah, so I figured that's uh, that'd be a solid game. Like, take up a good chunk of time. Uh, Bayonetta three is like that's not a good game because I'm like, I really am not worried about like story in that game. Never really have been. So, um, like I just want to just it's fast paced action game. So I'd be curious. I, I'm actually want want to play that game when it's like uh like two in the morning or whatever because I don't know what time I'm gonna start. I don't really have a. I want to you know I'm gonna I want to say that I'm gonna do what Gables did, but like it just totally depends on what time I get off work. Um, and then, yeah, what time I get off work and then when, like, getting to bed and all that shit. So I'm going to try to get a, like, last year I did what Gables did. I started, but I started at, like, 2 in the morning, which is, like, midnight his time. And um, it was great, but it was, like, t- I didn't do it on purpose. I just saw, it just so happened to wake up at that time. And that's when I did it. So, um, but, yeah, like, I, I love Gables, you know, uh, way of doing it with uh, getting up, like, just basically midnight, one middle of the night, early middle of the night. And um, just play through and not, not totally destroy your sleep schedule. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to do that. I don't know how that's. I don't know if that's gonna work there or not. Uh, but Gears of War Four. Also, I, I I started playing it earlier this year. Uh, I got like two thirds of the way through it. I beat the games before, but the, like these are the kind of game. Like these are the kind of games I'm, I'm looking at. You know, like these are like perfect games. Like I don't know if I'm gonna get around to it, but like I'm just, I have it installed, ready to go, and uh, I'm probably gonna go through like sometime this week i'm gonna go through game pass and kind of give it a once over see if anything is like tickling my fancy to like play through um you know like it's having like game pass now is just totally totally the game changer like even like just download like random games that might you know kill an hour or two here or there like that you know that's kind of something like because there's gonna be a point in time where you're gonna be struggling to find a game to just stick with you uh what happens every year and that's why i always say to like, you know, you think you're only going to play, even if you only think these four or five games are the only thing you're going to play. Even if, like I said, if you have a hint that you might want to play this game during extra life, download it, have it ready to go. Because um, there's been, you know, in the early few, first few years doing this, like talking about like four or five in the morning, you're tired of playing video games and you're just, you're panicking, trying to stay awake and trying to find something to connect with you uh, to play. So, um, Yep. And there's been years where I'm like bouncing around between like games. I'm like, this is like years ago, bouncing around games on my 3DS, on my Xbox One, on my PS4. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm playing all these games and like nothing is sticking with me. Um, I used to always love playing through the Call of Duty campaigns on uh, Extra Life, but like, unfortunately, my sister is a, she, uh, uh, my, my dad c- converted her over to the PC side because she used to have a PS4. And every year I would buy her um, Call of Duty when it came out. And then I would just borrow it from her on, on game day. Cause it always came out like 
the week like the week or before like the week of extra life and yeah. i just borrow for i buy it for her as a gift and then i would just play it for extra life though and give it back to her and then once she became uh, you know a, a pc a pc convert um I, I always go up to Redbox and you can like rent it for the weekend for like i think it was like 10 bucks yeah and now like two years ago they stopped doing that so i did that in 2019 i did that for modern warfare one and i've heard the 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 modern warfare two campaign is really good and i really want to play it gables uh but i don't want to pay 70 bucks for it and i even <laughs> I, I, I just like if they put it off like 40 bucks i totally buy it i just don't want to pay 70 um nah, i hear I you say, I, I do have a 50 dollar gift card uh, 50 50 dollars in gamestop points so i could just buy it with <laughs> Can i do that should I do that game? Is that a good idea? <laughs> well, it all depends on how much you're going to go forth and play the game after the campaign. Well, I'm, not, I'm probably not at all. I'm I'm probably going to immediately sell it back to them. Uh, I'd still make a profit. I mean, I'd probably trade in and get like 35 bucks for it. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'll think about it. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, like um, that's kind of like what, what what's on the docket right now. But I, I feel like you know, between those, like it's not as, as many as I like. Um, oh, you know, Mario plus uh, Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battles I haven't beat. So, uh, if I haven't beat that by then, that will probably be like priority number one of like the games I'm gonna play. Cause I'm right. Like, I I basically just want to clear everything out before God of War gets here. Cause once God of War gets here, um, that takes priority. But then, like as soon as God of War is over, there's like four fucking games coming out the week after God of War. So, wow. um. Yeah, it's so like if I don't these, you know, I still have, so I, I beat Plague Sale, um, but I, you know, so I still have like Mario plus Rabbids and Bayonetta. So it's like if I don't beat those games before God of War comes out, I don't know if I'm gonna beat them. I don't, yeah. So, uh, so I, I need to, I need to focus on those. That's games. a good point. Um, so yeah, that's uh that's my actual life plans. I don't know. I'm I'm excited, Gables. I'm excited. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, but uh, let's move on here, Gables to. One of my favorite things to talk about every month. And that, of course, is NPDs. Hey. Let's do it. Uh, so um, if you're watching us live on YouTube right now, I am sharing the screen with both Gables and I on the screen. This is incredible. Uh, it's incredible <laughs> what my computer can do now when I have a computer that's um, not a $500 computer from six years ago. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, Gables. Yeah. I was getting these NPDs. This is from September, of course. Um, overall, uh, console uh, hardware sale way up. Uh, the, so hardware sale, I believe, was up. Accessory sale was way down. Yes. Uh, overall sales were down, but of course we're, we're comparing this to, um, you know, 2020, 2021. You can't really compare those eras. Um, totally different times uh, for video games. Um, but let's get into it, Gables. Number number twenty here. Number twenty here. I don't know why. I'm, oh, it had the next gen update. I don't know why I know that, but for some reason I do. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yeah, the next gen update just uh, came out not too long ago. Yeah, so that must be why. That must be why it jumped up there. Um, I always like that. It's kind of interesting. Now. I was like, as we're seeing like more like games, uh, like especially like PlayStation games going over to PC later, um, or like you know like all these like next gen updates. Uh, it's just kind of cool seeing these older games just kind of pop back up into the NPDs here. And remember, this is based off of dollar sales, not individual copies. So you got to remember right. that as we go through these here. Uh, so number 19, it'll be the show. Still holding on strong. Big drop, though. Went from 9 to 19. So a big uh, big drop here. But that's, I mean, it's still very impressive that how well that game's still selling, despite it being on Game Pass the last two years, uh, day one 
Um, so I think that shows that it's still probably a primarily a, uh, a PlayStation uh, first game for people because I mean I think a lot of people there's a lot of people out there that just play and will be the show on uh, X on uh, PlayStation. So um, next up here, Assassin's Creed Valhalla at number eighteen, uh, number seventeen, Call of Duty uh, Vanguard. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla jumped from thirty six out of eighteen. So I wonder why that is. It must have been a sale or something. Sometimes you get those like random like. The game's like 30 bucks off and people just buy a bunch of it. Yeah, um, that has been on sale a couple different times. Yeah, I don't I don't think there was any new um, new DLC. I think the DLC is done. Or there's one more coming out, but it's not until like next year. Uh, moving on here. Number 16, uh, Horizon 2 Forbidden West. Uh, still holding strong in there. Uh, number 15, Black Ops Cold War. It's, it's funny that the one from 2020 is outselling the Call of Duty from 2021. Um, even as the new one's about to come out, I remember this is September's. So number fourteen, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, yeah. our first Nintendo game. That's pretty surprising. Um, usually you know we we got a shit ton of these in there. We're usually like eight to ten. Um, number thirteen. So we're finally starting to see these big games drop, and we're getting a lot more new games coming out. So these bigger games are finally coming out. So Lego Star Wars: uh, The Skywalker Saga that had been actually been one or two every month until last month. It was number eight. Um, since it came out in April, now it's dropped down, dropped down number thirteen. Uh, number twelve, uh, Marvel Spider-Man. Uh, that was number three last month, but that just had the at, towards the end of August. It was it was put on PC, so right. That's where we're seeing those sales. Uh, number eleven, uh, Minecraft. Number uh, ten, Mario Kart eight. Number nine, Gables. Number nine, Elden Ring. Wow, it's actually drifted down now. To... Yeah, went from. Yeah, went from number four to number nine. So That's a lot of new crazy. games. Yeah, so a lot of new games this month, you know, uh, for September. So, uh, but Gables, let me, let me try to guess number eight. It's an anime game. Okay. It's a fighting anime game. <laughs> it's a fighting brand anime new, game. Brand new game came out in September. Fighting anime game. That came out in September. Yes. Hmm. I believe it just got a like fitness boxing game announced at the Nintendo direct last year, or last month as well. Oh my. Okay. So definitely I've heard about the fitness boxing game from fist of the North star, but oh, uh, okay. That was not that then I, I, I mixed up my anime. I don't know. Okay, anime, okay. So, so uh, it's definitely an anime fighter. So at least in September, uh-huh. trying to remember uh-huh. what released back in September you, here. You, you, you've talked to me about this cause I, I was laughing at it. Um, I don't know if it's from Bandai Namco. Okay. I don't know if that narrows it down. That's I guess like all anime fighting games come from them though. Huh. Okay. Now I know it's Bandai Namco and stuff. It's nothing Street Fighter related. Nothing it, like the, uh... the after the bullet point. It's called All Star Battle. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. All Star Battle. Number eight. Number, Number eight. eight. Yeah. That's a surprise to me because that's like a reskin of like a friggin' PS3 game. Dude. See, I was gonna I was gonna give that to you as a tip, but I didn't know for sure if it was a if I thought I thought you remember you telling me that it was a uh, a reskin or an updated version. It's an updated yeah. version of the PS3 game and the fact that it's in the top ten of its release, that's ridiculous. Outsold man. Elden Ring. For that month, yes. So, I mean, Elden Ring, dead game. Um, <laughs> I don't want to tell you guys. I don't want to tell you guys. Uh, but, um, I get rid of that. All right, moving on here. Number seven. Wow. 
Drop for number two, though. Okay. Maybe one of the worst reviewed games, AAA games of the year. Came out in August. Okay. Saints Row. Okay. <laughs> Still holding Pat, though. It was number two in August. Uh, that, But, hey, this game came out in early August. It did. Um, so the fact that it's basically been on the market for two straight, two almost two full months now. Number seven. Uh, and they did say that after like a week on the market, it was almost profitable. So, hey, I guess good for them. Um, so, I mean, that's good because the, the last, that, that, other, that last game they put out, I can't remember, no one remembers what it's called, um, did not do great. So, I'm glad, I'm glad they're at least doing well. And apparently there's, there's going to be a big update, I believe, coming out next month to fix a lot of the issues. So, um, I don't we'll, we'll find out if that game's actually good or if it's just a if, yeah. Maybe it's actually a good game in there. It's just, I, I don't. I don't think it is. No. I'm just telling you that maybe, uh, maybe it will be. But Gables number six. Yes. Another brand new game. You bought this game. What All right. Okay, so I bought this game. What is it like for Switch? It's on everything, but okay. I believe you bought it on Switch. Oh, interesting. Now, now I'm just trying to remember. <laughs> is it live alive? Nope. Okay. It's on. It's on multiple things, but I oh, like I said, I believe things. you bought it on Switch. Brand new game came out last month. Well, not. It's not a brand new game, but it released last month. It's a mm. collection of games. Oh Jesus Christ! Me. <laughs> God, you're terrible at this game. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. It's like I really don't remember some of the stuff that uh, I ended up going through and buying, though. I'm trying to remember. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, TMNT. That's that's right. The Cowboy Collection, number six. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah, and that's a forty dollars game. So, like I said, this is based off dollar sales, dude. And that's a collection of like all of the retro turtle games from back in the day, and it shows how well and how impactful that series still is. For that to be number six across the multiple different platforms and stuff. I mean, hell. I've seen physical copies for, like, Switch and for PS4 and actually for PS5 as well, like, on the market around here. So it's like, I'm glad that that set of games has sold entirely well because, well, fuck. <laughs> that and Shredder's Revenge and stuff, comeback of the Turtles in the video game landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, Gables. Ah. Number five. Another, the rest of these, I believe, are all brand new. Okay. So we have another new game. Alrighty. Just came so it's it's not new new. It is a questionable remake. A questionable remake. Interesting. That I bought. Last of Us Part One. You're goddamn right, number five. So uh if we in case you were still questioning <laughs> whether or not they should keep doing them. Um They'll keep doing them. They're they're gonna keep doing them. Uh so number five. Um but Gable's moving on to number four here. Mm-hmm. A game that I bought two copies of. So that's probably why it's on this list. Because I bought, bought Madden. Twice. No, I bought that game once. <laughs> uh, it just get, no, brand new game. It came out last month. Okay. okay. I'm having fun quizzing Gables here. I'm having fun. Because it's just, it's fun to me. I don't know. But just count, you bought this game as well. You put over 30 hours into it. Already, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> How is it that I know you better than you? 
I, I it's like I, I Gables definitely has a podcast brain where he whatever he says on the podcast as soon as the podcast is over it's gone. Well, that's just the thing though, dude. It's like because I'm fucking going to every other type of stuff, you know, it's like I sometimes I don't remember some of that stuff, but uh it just takes right. certain cues and certain things, so I'm like Already had thirty hours into it. I bought this game digitally on Switch and physically. I traded Splatoon three, Splatoon three, and I traded my physical copy to Justin <laughs> for a for a Steam copy of Teenage Mutant yeah TMNT the Count Bunga Collection. So, um, yeah, so Splatoon three number four for you know. So hey, all right, moving on. Number three. Is it something? Is it something I've played? I, I no, he, I don't think you've ever. I don't know when the last time you played one of these games. People says it's a it's a two K game. Okay, brand new. NBA it is NBA two K twenty three. Yeah, oh, that is correct. Okay. Number three, number three, number two though. You've already said this one, so it's not a brand new game. Drop from number one, number two though. I did buy this game digitally. Madden. Yeah, it is Madden. Yep. So that was the only non brand new game for uh for for the month of September that did, that's in the top six. Number one. It's another EA game that just came out in September. It's the last time we'll ever use this title for this sport game from EA. FIFA. FIFA 23, correct. Number one. Wow. So run through this real fast again. Um, number 20, Dragon Ball Z Kak- Kakarot. Number 19, it'll be the show 22. Number mm-hmm. 18, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Number 17, Call of Duty Vanguard. Number 16, Horizon Forbidden West. Number 15, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. 14, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Number 13, Lego Star Wars, Skywalker Saga. Uh, number 12, Marvel Spider-Man. Number 11, Minecraft. Number 10, Mario Kart 8. Number 9, Elden Ring. Number 8, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. All-Star Battle Royale. Number 7, Saints Row. Number 6, TMNT. The Cowboy Collection. I was trying to do it without breathing. The Cowboy Collection. Number 5. It would be really funny if I passed out live on, on live on stream, but we've got so many views. Number 5, <laughs> Last is Part 1. Number 4, Splatoon 3. Number 3, NBA 2K23. That's really hard. And, uh, Splatoon 3. Number 3, NBA 2K23. Number two, NFL number uh, Jesus Christ. Madden, NFL 23. Too many threes in the top four. Number one, FIFA 23. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty good list. It's exciting when we get all the new games. Sometimes, I don't know what's more exciting. When we get that month with like no new games to see like what the fuck just randomly yeah. comes in there. Or the months where we get a bunch of new shit. Uh, obviously, though, it's like we got a lot of sports games in here. And then we got um, Platoon 3 and shit like that. But I, mean, I think a pretty cool month, Gables. I'm glad to see... Um, some cool, like, I know Saints Row didn't review well, uh, and that sucks, because that's a game I really wanted to be good, like, and, uh, just wasn't, doesn't sound like, um, but, hey, people are buying it, and, I don't know, hopefully they're, you know, some of these people come back in November when those, those big patches come in. What's your thoughts on this list? Well, there definitely are a couple of surprises that happened upon this list. You know, like, for Saints Row, I kind of feel like that some of the sales are, like, people wanting to play the new Saints Row, but I feel like some of them have to do with reading the reviews. You know, I'm going to hate play this. And so I'm going to go forth and, like, get the game to see how much garbage it is because I've been hearing everybody else talk about it. I mean, there are those people that will go through and buy something or watch something that they know is objectively terrible, but... uh, still go try to have their own type of either enjoyment or resentment towards said media. But uh, the enemy fighter, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle, that definitely surprised me that this is in the top 10 of when it launched. Mm -hmm. I understand the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure franchise is pretty big in the world of not only anime, though, but also for pop culture. And I know the artist that does the drawings for 
from the animation style for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the series, a lot of it is actually pretty good work in regards to getting, like, world-class, like, awards and this and that. Like, very eye-popping, very kind of catchy. Like, catches the eye of, like, a person and stuff when they go forth and, like, observe his art, the way he draws and this and that. But, uh, excuse me, but what thing that kind of surprises me, and I'm not too sure if this was in NPD's last month or anything like that, but uh, what surprises me is there's no Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> well, they, so they, they haven't been for a couple years now when they had that streak that was like not, like something 70, 80 straight yeah. months. Uh, because to, for some reason, so that's what's really more impressive about NBA 2K23 being number two. It's the number one, and maybe the reason why is that 2K or Take-Two, whoever was the parent company, I can never remember. Uh, take take two, I believe. Um, they stopped giving out digital sales. Really? A few, yeah, a few years ago they stopped doing digital sales. So that's why GTA fell off. Is because I mean maybe it would have fell off anyways. Uh, but yeah, that's a couple years ago they stopped doing uh, digital. Uh, so like Nintendo doesn't do it. I believe it's like Nintendo Take Two and there's one other company that doesn't do it. I can't remember which one it is of like the bigger ones. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know why they don't give out digital sales, but they don't. Yeah. Right, but anyway, for September, that was pretty strong month in terms of not only just sports games and like other types of like action games like it normally would be in regards to the end of the summer going into the fall months, but seeing a lot of obscure stuff and Elden Ring, even though it did slid, it's still inside the top 10 for sales, and still that's yep. pretty crazy for a game that released in late February of this yep. past year, and it's still in the top 10 going yeah. into November. <laughs> Well, actually, no, going into this month. Yeah, Octo yeah month. October. So, yeah, so once we get the October's NPDs, we could potentially see it slip lower down to the top 10. But that just tells you how strong of a game Elden Ring was around that entirety of its release up until now. It's like, hmm. it's all said and done, you know, unless they go for, like, Bandai Namco announces some sort of expansion for the game or any other type of stuff. Yeah, man, I mean... That's just nuts to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was number one in February, March, May, June, July. And in, in April, it was number two because of yeah. Lego Skywalker Saga. Yep. Uh, and then last month, it dropped number four. And for August, it dropped number four. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's been the number one or number two best-selling game um, for the first what, six months of the market. Um, so, yeah. I mean, and I think it's actually – it's still overall the number one – best-selling game of the year yes um, and it probably will be uh until call of duty uh modern warfare 2 is on the uh list for uh next month i imagine then it will take probably. over uh, especially because it's people have been pretty overly positive about that game so far um but uh yeah um yeah good month i was like i was like uh checking these out so um it's just kind of, i like that i always like looking at them because it's like it kind of gives you an idea of like, cause we get in these bubbles sometimes with like, we're hardcore gamers. We don't really know all the stuff out there. It's just kind of cool to see like, what, you know, what, what, what's going on in the grand scheme of gaming. And it's just kind of, it's kind of cool to interesting. Like, yeah, like who would have fucking ever thought Jojo's big adventure would be anywhere in the, the top 20, let alone at number eight outselling Elden Ring. Um, but Gables, let's move on. Let's move on here to, uh, we have a new, uh, possibly PlayStation studio here. Um, well, maybe not a new one. It's an old. It's a. It's an older studio, but they are uh, apparently going to be helping uh, develop a game with a Naughty Dog here. So this mm -hmm. is a 
the PlayStation's visual arts. Um, so they're a developer that um, has previously assisted with PlayStation's motion capture, cinematics, and animation in the past. Um, and helped out with like Uncharted and The Last of Us. Well, they are hiring for somebody. Um, this is from from their uh, job listing here. Uh, this is this high visibility project is being developed in collaboration with Naughty Dog. The job listing reads, uh, though currently unannounced, we have a clear vision and plan to release. Using our existing expertise and premier talent, we will guarantee a high visual quality bar for the game and a compelling experience for our, our players. Um, so some of the other stuff in here, though, they did mention, um, I'm trying to find the quote. Oh, here it is. Uh, though nothing is confirmed, hence towards uh, PSS Visual Arts uh, becoming a developer of his own projects uh, instead of supporting others have appeared throughout the last few years. One job listing from 2020 showed the company was hiring for a third-person action-adventure game with melee and ranged combat. So there's been some... Um, I believe this is the studio that uh, previously um, was going, I believe going to the, this is like the San Diego studio that they're mm-hmm. like secretly hiring up for. Uh, and this one we talked about, this is when like the last of us part one remakes officially came originally came out. Yeah. And uh, they were going to remake the original uncharted game. And then I believe it was again, just be, like, they just kind of want to make like, kind of like get these guys like working and get a game out real fast, pump it out and just kind of get used to like, this team working together, so they originally were going to do Uncharted, but it was going to take it was going to be this is going to take too long. So that's when they originally this is where the idea of remaking Last of Us Part One came into play. It's like, hey, right. these guys that can work on this game, get together, get some cohesion, uh, and pop out a game real fast. Um, and then that's when like they were working on it, and then Naughty Dog is like, well, no, we're going to do that instead because they had a bunch of people that weren't working, so they they were helping. They went from being the main person to the support team on this. So right. that sounds like they might um, they might go back to uh, working on their own thing, and a lot of this is going a lot of stuff like I said, like they're talking about working on a third person action adventure game with melee and range combat. Gables, what Naughty Dog game sounds like that? <laughs> There's actually a couple of them. <laughs> well, what's which one we haven't we haven't had a new one on a new one of for about five years now? Uncharted. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it sounds like you know, obviously it's all just rumor and speculation here. And I've heard a lot of discussion hubbub about this one. Um a lot of people was like, ah, it's, we're not ready. We're not ready. It's it's you know, it's like it's only been five years. And I think people forget. People well, they don't forget, but they, they forget in this argument here. It's like it's only been five years. Games we all all we ever talk about is like games are bigger, more expensive, and take longer than ever. That's why there's so many studios now. Instead of, um, you know, having 15, 20 studios underneath you, you have these gigantic. Your studios just have way more people, and you can have two, three different teams working on games at once. Right. Usually, like a smaller game, then two bigger games, and then they all kind of cycle. And because now it's like, think about it. Like, think just think about where we were a decade ago, where like a Naughty Dog they put out Uncharted one, two, three. And Last of Us, in one console generation. Yes, it did. That's fucking wild. And then they put out a Last of Us remaster a year later, and then two years later they put out Uncharted Four, and then a year later they put out Last Legacy. So what was that seven games? I know one's a remaster, but six full games and a remaster. True. And in a decade, less than nine years, uh, and 
that's just not possible anymore. Uh, we look, you know, like God of War coming out four, four and a half years. It seems like a feat. Like we hear about all these games out taking four, six years to make now. Um, and they're, you know, the budget's way more. I mean, you know, but uh, so the way I look at it is people keep talking about, like, oh, it's only been five years. I'm like, okay, if they're still hiring up for this thing and maybe say maybe it's year in two developments, let's just say hypothetically it's not a dog game or it's a, it's a Uncharted game. We're still talking about 24, 25, 26, like mid to end of this generation, possibly early next generation. They have PS6, boom, Uncharted, whatever, coming out launch day. Um, I mean, we're, we're talking about possibly a deck close to a decade, if not a decade, between you know a full fledged Uncharted game. So I don't know. It's like I, I I talked about earlier this year. I replayed Uncharted Four um, again when the PS5 uh, update came out and it just made me miss like uncharted. Like I was cool with it. You know, like I don't need another one to wait into was perfect. Uh, and I don't, you know, I don't want to spoil it cause it just finally came to the steam for people to play on PC. Uh, but I love It's, it's a fantastic game. Uh, one of the greatest games ever made. One of the best game generation was Gable's game of the year that year. I think it was yep. my number, uh, th- two or three game of the year that year. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal game. Uh, but after replaying it, it's like, man, I just, I don't know how you do it. I don't know what you do, but I just want another one. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm all aboard uh, fucking playing Uncharted game again. I don't know if you, it's a prequel, it's a sequel, um, it's the next generation. Uh, but I mean, Gables, I mean, you're 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 probably a bigger fan than of Uncharted than I am. Um, I mean, what's your you know thoughts and opinions on uh, potentially playing an Uncharted game again? Well, that would be pretty exciting, wouldn't it? But in some direction, right. it had to would be it would have to be like some form of a remaster, right? Because it's like how Uncharted Four ended and stuff. It did leave some room well, for potential, but you are you wait, you're thinking like a remake of like the original games, or are you thinking you, well, are you thinking so you're not thinking a new game, you're thinking a remake. I'm not close to the possibility that it may be a new game, but I kind of feel like and I'm speculating that most likely it could be sort of like a remaster of like say the original trilogy because that would make more sense to me in some regards because it's like when it comes to like what sony's key patterns have been over the past uh, few years now is remaking certain games that uh either you would think oh okay like why is this getting a remake or why is that getting a remake or something like that like you have last of us part one which naughty dog and everything else and stuff put out a, a decent like remaster of some like the second re remaster, I should say. Or but, remake. Or remake, yes. Yes. But uh then with Horizon Zero Dawn, they haven't really outrolled and com- like concerned like confirmed it yet, but at the same time, this is gonna be like a PS five version of that. I mean, like I was saying, having like the Uncharted trilogy in that retrospect, maybe like do like individual and stuff like that, potentially. I'm not close to that possibility, but if they were to go for the route of, say, the next game in, like, the Uncharted or, like, something, like, an offshoot to, like, spin the series into, an, like, uh, a new protagonist and stuff and have it be, like, Uncharted 5 or something like that, but have it be, like, in the perspective of a couple other different characters in the game, like, say, Drake's brother or maybe the child or maybe his, you know. But uh, at the same point, you know, it's like, there are some loose ends that 
could be extended, you know, could be tied up in the span of like an Uncharted 5, but uh, the initial the initial drive of the Uncharted games in general was the adventure of Drake and Sully going through all these different places, mm-hmm. all these different countries, trying to match up these different mysteries and stuff based upon like uh, Sir Francis Drake and stuff like that and what all these other these other key spots and stuff that they went upon their journey. So I would be excited to see the potential of, say, an Uncharted 5, but I'm not too sure how that's going to potentially work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, like the the next Mass Effect game. It seems like they're kind of like the pictures that we've gotten in a little bit of the teasers. It's like, it sounds like it's a continuation of the Commander Shepard mm-hmm. saga. Uh, obviously, it sounds like it's going to be down the line and we you know spoilers for a 10 year old game uh he's dead uh but um <laughs> yeah so that's interesting how they're gonna do it but it's like i think we're all cool with that one especially the way mass Effect 3 ended and i feel like uncharted 4 though was a phenomenal ending um to that game i think it was a perfect ending so it's, it's definitely one of those, it's it's, it's kind of like in sports where it's like when the player's still great you know we don't want to see him go but it's also we don't want to see them when they're bad, so it's like That's true. it's just it's just weird catch twenty two. It's like man, you were still good. Why would you re- like Tom Brady last year? He's forty four years old, the best passing season of his career. At forty four years old, he retires, and like why would you retire? You're crazy. Like you were, you were a play away from being uh, in the the championship game. You like you had this incredible comeback in your best season since two thousand seven. It's like. How, how can you retire? And then he comes back. It's like, comes back this year. And it's like, Oh, maybe you should have stayed retired, buddy. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we want, you know, it's like we get excited. Like we got excited when Jurassic, Jurassic park came back, just rolling. Like, Oh man, maybe we shouldn't have, maybe we should just end it with Jurassic park one. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely this weird thing where we want more of that thing that we love, but then like it's bad star Wars. Uh, and we're like, you know, please stop. Um, <laughs> multiple so, different franchises we can quote from. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I mean, yeah, I guess you can do this over and over again, especially as like they bring back old stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, but it's it's still Naughty Dog, and I, I feel like they I don't they don't put out bad games, and I still I feel I still trust them that they would put out a game that is still really well done, well qual- like they really seem to care uh, about the the story and the structure and the and their their games that uh, it seems like they can kind of call their own shots. It's not gonna be the case where like they're being forced to make a game they don't want to make. Um, right like they just took over like they were like the ones like hey we're taking over the last of us part one remake um we're gonna do this um they can help us and it's like like okay uh and that was kind of thing that came out of it. it's like they kind of called their own shots and when you put out you know when when you're i kind of get that right you know when you know when if you're the top dog at anything you know whether you're the franchise player of a franchise or like of a sports franchise or whatever like that's kind of calling your shots it's kind of comes with the gig um but yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm all aboard it. Uh, it's just, I, will I be nervous the whole way through? Yeah. Like, I was super nervous about Last of Us Part 2. Like, I was the one, when they initially announced they were doing it, like, I was part of me was like super excited. Part of me was like, I don't know, Part 1, like, the way that ended it was, like, perfect. And then Part 2 came out. It's like, it's at worst, the second best game of all time to me. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I, they, the, the concern is, like, they just, like, you had the picture perfect ending and i would just hate for them to come back and just screw it up um right 
So, and that's the concern. It's like, man, you, you know, it's like John Elway winning the Super Bowl and then retiring uh, on the stage after he won the Super Bowl. Like, that's picture perfect. Absolutely. You know, like, hey, he could have came back, played another season, and probably been pretty good still. But it's like if he would have lost in the, the wild card round, you know, I'm like, oh, man, you should have retired last year, you know? So, um, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, lo- no more sports analogies, I promise. Uh, let's move on to uh, uh, our last topic, though, of the show. And that is Gable's uh, some kind of crazy news here uh, coming out. Uh, the Rock City co-founders, uh, Sefton Hill and Jamie Walker, are both leaving the studio. Um, and they announced that they're going to leave and they're going to basically create their own uh, their own new upstart here. Uh, so mm-hmm. kind of in a, in a letter they, they had, um, they, they talked about this. Uh, so they said... With uh, Suicide Squad to kill the Justice League, uh, nearly finished, they have both decided to leave Rocksteady at the end of 2022 and begin a new adventure in gaming. Uh, we have the utmost respect and gratitude for for Jamie and Septon and wish them all the best in their in their new endeavors. And like many fans, we look forward to what they do next. Um, so kind of some like back to like so like uh, they they started this it started in 2004. Um, what's weird is like I was looking up I can't remember what they what they made beforehand. I looked it up. Uh, Urban Chaos. Oh. Is uh, the, they they made this game it was published by Eidos. Uh This was a PS2 and Xbox game. Um, <laughs> that was their like one game they made, and then they got bought by WB, and then they made the Arkham uh, games, uh, Arkham VR uh, in 2017. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of shocking that uh, oops, I hit the wrong button here. It's kind of shocking though that like you know that we're that Suicide Squad's coming out next year sometime allegedly, and they have to leave. I just feel like. That's never. It could just be a coincidence. Like, hey, we're we're leaving at the end of twenty twenty two. It's a good time to leave. We're getting out. Um, but it's just weird, you know. Like, whenever a game, when whenever the like the founders or director or anything like that leaves, yeah, in the middle of production or like especially towards the end, um, that usually doesn't mean good things. I don't Traditionally know. speaking, yes, it doesn't particularly mean good things whether it regards to the game itself or possibly the studio itself, that's kind of remains for us to be seen. Granted, after like uh, the year wraps up and then we see the content of what Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is going to be released in when it eventually does release. But as far as the news of them leaving Rocksteady, I mean, yeah, that definitely was kind of a shock in regards to that announcement when I did go through and learn about it. But at the same point, it's like, this is nothing different than some other like developers have done in the past and stuff to where the head people, of the studio, they leave, they create their own studio because they want to do this and do that and stuff. You know, that's not, I wouldn't say nothing weird in terms about that, but what's kind of interesting though, is like, you have a couple of different things though. It's like with uh, the owner of, what was that? The owner of the CEO of uh, Warner Bros. right now, like Zaslav and stuff, going yeah. through and doing a whole bunch of his cuts and a whole bunch of different Warner things Discovery. for Warner Brothers and stuff. Warner Bros. Discovery. That could yeah, be... they got to shed like two billion dollars or something like that. I think well, that's what it is. yeah, once Discovery bought uh, Warner Brothers off of AT and T and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, they had to shave a whole bunch of money in that regards and that meant a lot of different things a lot of different shows a lot of different movies had to be canceled or <laughs> like uh, movies that are done and they just like we're just not gonna put it out we'll take we'll we'll get we'll get taxes on this well yeah that give or take whether or not like the them knowing that the critical reception is probably going to be bad for some of them or what going to be kind of controversial i mean remains it remains to be seen though like 
what this all entails and stuff in regards to them leaving and this and that, if that was the case. But, uh, well, speaking traditionally, when we've seen developers like this leave in the past in regards to towards the end of a life cycle of a game, not, not the, towards the end of the development cycle of a game, or right in the middle of it, like, say, a story storyboard writer or something gets, like, they leave, like, around two years or something before the game even, like, goes off and stuff, that's maybe a red flag or this and that and stuff. But this is two key developers, like, two key leaders of Rocksteady Studios leaving towards the end of the year, finish wrapping up, like, Suicide Squad and stuff like that and form their own studios and stuff. Personally, it could be, it could be nothing, or it just could be, like, saying, like, hey, maybe... We're not looking forward to what's happening next to our, with the studios of Rocksteady, and we're just going to do things ourselves. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Um, and we are in this era when there's just more money out there. People want to spend more money on gaming studios. We're, like, buying studios. Like, we're seeing, like, PlayStation just up and, you know, Jade Raymond starts her new studio, and they immediately go out, and PlayStation buys, just buys her studio off uh, yep. right away. Uh, we've seen, you know, like, all these all these mergers and all these acquisitions of studios like and all these different companies wanting to get in on on like you know investing a little bit of money here and there on you know we see like netties uh tencent uh playstation bought uh like owns a percentage of uh epic uh owns a percentage of um who makes the dark soul games what's the name of that studio oh bandai name that's not bandai name that's the no. publisher yeah. Um that makes Dark Souls. FromSoft. From From Soft. Yes, there we go. Yeah, so uh like they own like I think like fifteen percent of FromSofts. Um you know, we, you know, we we and people you know, like I said, they're just buying up studios. So hey, like there's more money now than ever to like and it's probably easier now than ever. You got a name behind you that someone will invest money uh in you to, you know, put out your thing and probably have a lot of control over what you do and stuff. So um yeah, it's great. And it's just, it, what sucks though is it's concerning about like these um these WB studios. Like we look at the last, you know, decade of of games put out like um what like Shadow of War, the sequel to the what's what was the first game called? Shadow of Mordor. Was it Shadow of Mordor and then Shadow yeah, yeah. Shadow of Mordor was the first game, yeah. And I know that a lot of people love that game. It was even a lot of people's game of the year in 2014, but like That was kind um, of a weak year in 2014 though. Yeah, 24 yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> one cuz of that. But um yeah, um you know, in two thousand, you know, when Shadow of War came out, it just kind of came and went. No one really seemed to care, and they like they put like they're forced to put a lot of like uh, microtransactions into it. Uh, you yep. look at um, what you look at um, uh, who's the people making the just put out Gotham Knights? I brought the name of the studio. Oh, Gotham Knights. So is that man, WB I... Montreal? Yeah, I think it could be WB Montreal could, with that. I think one. that's what it is. I could be wrong, uh, but they went. Eight years, nine years without putting out, nine years without putting out a game, and here we are, and this is what they get, and it's got a seventy on Metacritic. Um, it's, I mean, it sounds like it's more of an issue with like, um, you, you like you some of the stuff coming out is like that was supposed to be a single player game, like a Nightwing single player game. Yeah. And then uh, Square Enix and Marvel announced Marvel's Avengers uh, being a live service game, and like, well, we want that. So like, you know, the big wigs like, well, we we want we want to get on that. And then they had to convert it into a live service game. And then Avengers came out and it was bad. 
and like, well, we don't when we got we got to change guys. We got to change Pat. We got to change direction here. And uh, then yeah, they made him change direction. Uh, and then here we are too little too late. Not enough. Well, they unfortunately just didn't have enough time to go back and fix it and get it, you know, find the fun um, in that game. Uh, so like you could tell the game was supposed to be a live service game. And well, absolutely. Somewhere in the last couple of years, they were trying to change it. And, and this is what we got. Um, and it's just, you know, buggy and just wasn't finished. And it's, just, it's one of those things where I feel bad for the developers. And then we're looking at here with like uh suicide squad um, with rock city where it's like, they haven't put a game out in seven years. Uh, over seven years, and we're looking at it's probably gonna be about eight years before we get Suicide Squad. And like th- we liked that trailer we had with the gameplay, like it looked funny, it looked great. Yeah. Uh, but we they just like the way they shot that trailer, the way they showed that trailer is like we didn't see like we saw like cuts and stuff like that, felt like quick cuts of the gameplay. We didn't see like the actual like, gameplay. Long, yeah, we didn't <laughs> see like what is it? What happens when you're walking around or like doing like how, how's this? What's the actual moment to moment gameplay of this? And not just like these wild, crazy, funny lines and stuff like that. Um, so, and like, that's apparently supposed to be like a live service game. So, um, probably not in a situation where they're forced upon and say, Hey, instead of being, and we also heard about all these games that like they're making a Superman game. that didn't come together and they're making a justice league. that didn't come together. And now, uh, which happens, I'm sure there's a lot of canceled games that we just don't know about. Yeah. Uh, and I wish, I wish developers were a lot more upfront with that stuff as they went. Maybe not like, like, announce it like hey we're making this and then like the second that goes into like they're making it but like hey like like when they put a new game out it's like especially when it's been a long gap like talk about like what happened i'd love to see like it's kind of like when we had that doom no clip did like a doom um documentary Mm -hmm. uh that's really really good i highly recommend people check it out and they were talking about like what it was doing for such a long time between doom 2016 uh and doom 3 and they were like showing like this cut content from Doom Four, uh, and like this is what we were working on. Like I love that. Like that shit's so cool to me. Or like you see like Breath of the Wild, and they show like the eight bit um, map they made of Breath of the Wild. Yep. And they kind of show like how the chemistry system works. Like I love seeing that shit. It's like I wish it'd be so cool if like maybe you don't have to show us, but like just you know kind of tell us what happened. So I, I love that stuff. So I wish they would do more of that. But um, yeah. Um, it'd be good for good for them. Hopefully it works out. You know, it sounds like they're probably. I'm sure they're gonna do totally fine. This is you know they've. Put out three very good games, and you know, maybe hopefully, I hope, I hope the God Suicide is really good. Suicide Squad is really good because, uh, yeah, I want that. I'd love, I'd love, just like Gotham Knights. I want that game to be good. I want to play it. Um, and uh, I don't know if I just don't know if it will be. But Gills, we got some other news this week. Okay. Um, Witcher One is getting a full blown remake. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced. I think I can't remember the name of the studio, but they have a they have a, another studio helping them out with that one. That's gonna be taking over that one. And it's being made in the uh, Unreal Five engine, so um, okay. expected probably yeah. So hey, that that thing looks fucking gorgeous and sounds pretty awesome. So uh, <laughs> good for them. Uh, Gables, yeah. Motherfucking Somerville, twenty twenty two, yeah. Coming out November fifteenth. Coming to Game Pass. Um, and incredibly excited for this one. Um, we, you know, I, I've talked to you about this uh, in the past. Like, uh, this is the uh, Limbo and um, play oh God, Limbo and Inside. Yes. Remember, remember the name of the other game. This is the the people that made that game. Um, that game, th- this game looks phenomenal. Um, I showed you the trailer beforehand. Um, it looks just like another Limbo, another Play Dead game, and that's exactly. What I want, there's been a big gap. We haven't had a new one. Like, speaking of, like, long gaps in development, 
uh, we have just not heard or seen anything of Inside or of Play Dead since Inside. That's true. Uh, and that was June of 2016. Um, so I hope uh, this comes out and it's phenomenal. It's coming to Game Pass as well, Gables. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what we call Game Pass, Gables? Ah, uh, the best deal in gaming. You're goddamn fucking right. Um, so yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm so fucking excited for this one. Just this just sucks. November 15th. Why? <laughs> why you gotta do this to me? Um, I don't know, Gables. Uh, you have Game Pass. You have yeah. the best deal in gaming. You excited for that one? Well, definitely I am. I mean, come on. I did love the original Limbo, for God's sake. But uh, Summer, like Somerville and stuff like that, it definitely does look interesting. It definitely looks more atmospheric in regards to some of their past work and stuff. And, yeah, once it does drop on Game Pass and stuff, it would be interesting to go forth and just play a little Day bit one? of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just only downside is it comes out, like, bad time. <laughs> it's like Yeah, with someone Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, I think, wow, there's a couple of games that come out. Um, and you know, like, yeah, you've got a war, you have, uh, um, yeah, Scarlet and Violet. There's another devil, uh, devil in me, which uh, that's not that big of a deal. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one though. But yeah, there's just a lot of games coming out. Uh, I was looking, there's a couple other games coming out on November 15th as well. I can't remember what it is now, but, uh, just a packed month. Just a, like, I was like, I was like thinking, like, I was thinking about this literally, I was telling you before the podcast that last week I was going to drop it and I was trying to find something to take its place and I couldn't really find anything. And I'm like. I'll just wait, you know, yeah. maybe they'll announce something here soon or, I'll, you know, I'm not going to like, uh, swap it out for something right now, right away. And then, uh, they announced a date. I'm like, all right, that's awesome. Cause I was thinking before that, like they could drop it in December. That'd be the perfect time to come out. And I'm like, well, wait, no, December's pretty fucking nuts too. We got like Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, we have closer protocol. We have fucking final fantasy. Um, uh, was that rebirth? No, not rebirth. That is reunion. Union oh, coming yeah, out, that's so, right. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, the, the even December is packed. Yeah. I, I've never seen it. Like usually, we get we might some years we get like one pretty big game in December. Uh, yeah, I've never seen it when we get multiple big games in December. That's so, true. Um, that's very true. It's like two or three different games in December that are going to be worth checking checking out. Yeah, so it's just we don't we don't get a break, Gables, for a while. A um, couple other things though. Clips Protocol is canceled in Japan. Uh, apparently it's too fucking gory. Uh, I think it's funny that it's like, um, it, it's just like, it's funny. Like I guess, I, I guess the other, all the previous dead space games are, are not, would never came to Japan either. Um, and this doesn't seem like a, that big of a deal. Cause I, I imagine these games aren't really popular in Japan anyways. Uh, and if you want to nowadays, you can play play that game pretty easily in Japan. If you want to region free for consoles over there. I mean, they can go forth and make an American account and just download it. If they yeah. Download to. it or, have it shipped and just pay the shipping fee or whatever it is True. to get from from Europe or something like that. Um, yeah, it's just it's just funny that when it's like, um, like I, I've seen some of the shit you allow over there. All right, with the octopuses and stuff like that. And you're telling me you're not okay with oh, this the one? Oh, off-brand stuff. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, like, really? <laughs> I mean, really? I've seen I've seen your fucking weird ass tentacle porn. You're okay with that, but. People getting their limbs shot off is not okay. So if I made a game where I was shooting off tentacles, that would be not be okay to you. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> That's such just a weird thing just to go off on a tangent. About. <laughs> Speaking of weird things, they're going on a tangent about. Uh, you know, originally Genshin Impact was going to be an Xbox exclusive, Gables. No, but Microsoft said no. 
Wow. And that game has gone on to make billions of dollars, well, a billion dollars. And now Microsoft wants against an impact style game on their console. Oh, well, that just tells you a lot of the hits and misses of Microsoft over the years. I mean, yeah. this wasn't, an, and by the way, this isn't, wasn't like an Xbox saying no. This was no. Microsoft saying no. And now Microsoft's like, well, wait, we want in. Probably, I bet like Uncle Phil over there is like, what the fuck? You said no. He's like, we could have had it. We could have had it. And you said no. Oh, that's too funny. It's too funny. Then passing on Genshin Impact, and that thing is literally one of the most popular live service games out there, right? at this moment in time. Yeah. But uh, for them wanting like an Genshin Impact style of game, I mean, I wouldn't blame them. I mean, for God's sakes, that to have that sort of thing to where you can like uh, have a live service game that's constantly consistent, constantly like updating with like certain things and stuff for players, all these type of cosmetic skins and stuff for people to buy and this and that, you know, I mean, I wouldn't blame them at all for why they would want a Genshin-style thing, like an anime-style game to where you can do cosmetical stuff, you can do this and that, you know? I mean, that's pretty much what's popular for, like, teenagers and, like, some kids to some extent, you know? It's, like, heavy Japanese, like, influenced type of uh, animation stuff. I mean, gotcha, manga, one of the biggest sellers in the United States in general. I mean, more so than graphic novels and even certain, like, written books inside of America, which, hey, there are some stories that are better than fucking comic book ones that have been released over the past five, ten years or something, as opposed to, yeah, that stuff, but at the same time, you know, it's like Microsoft wanting a piece of the pie or having their own type of Genshin-style game, you know, I mean, hey, for business-wise, that makes sense for them, those type of gotcha style of games. Yeah. Uh, This, I mean... Who knows what's going to happen? Because, I mean, this is like, it's definitely like, you just, when you try to play catch up, it's just never yeah. really going to work out. Um, it's just, it just reminds me of like when um, the George Foreman Grills, like they originally asked Hulk Hogan to be the spokesperson and they would have been Hulk Hogan <laughs> Grills. And he said no. And then they went on to the sell like a blender, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, he did the blender to he make up for it. He did the blender. He did the, yeah, exactly. This is a great analogy here, Gable. So thank you for reminding me of the blender. Yeah, he did the he did the Hulk Hogan blender, and nobody gave a fuck. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, like you tried to catch, the, you tried to chase the trend that you could have originally been the trend. Uh, probably ain't gonna work out for you. So, um, oh boy, you lost on that one, guys. So uh, maybe just you know, cut your losses. But Gables, we gotta get into what we've been playing. Yeah. Um, let's talk about them. All right. Let's talk about. I'm gonna talk about it real fast here. Uh, first off, I played some more Mario plus Travis three, about 13 hours in now, but playing yeah. on my lunch break, shit like that. I beat the third world. Good. Yeah. Um, my feelings are essentially the same. They're getting, it's getting the stuff's getting a little better, but, uh, like the, the enemy stuff like that. But the, I was thinking about how do I like, cause I'm just having so many issues trying to like describe what, like why it's what's like, why is it not clicking to me? Like I was trying to think of it and like, what's not clicking exactly. Like I've talked about like, you know, like the enemies are so great. And I, I finally, I, I think I got it. The first game, Kingdom Battle, was the rabbits being transported to a Mario world. Mm-hmm. And this game is the Mario the Mario family transported into a rabbit world. Okay. And I play if this was rabbits and I don't like the Adams family, Adams family plus rabbits, I wouldn't fucking care. Right. I play like literally the, the reason this game anybody cares is because it's Mario. 
And if it was that, like, hey, I'm a huge fucking fan of Adam's family, and then they cool, like, and the rabbits got them in my Adam's family world. I don't know why I'm, I'm picking that. It's just the first name popped in my head. <laughs> Flintstones. I don't know. Jetsons. Whatever. You pick the fucking franchise you want. Um, but then they switch it. I'm like, eh, I, don't like I don't like. I don't know. I don't want to see the Adams family in a rabbits world in a U, in a, a Ubisoft style game. You know, I want to. I want to be in the Adams family world. I want to. I want to fuck around. I want an Uncle Fester rabbit. You know, I want a rabbit hand. A rabbit thing. So you um, want a rabbit you know? cousin? It. Yes, exactly, Gables. <laughs> You're goddamn fucking right. I want a rabbit it, cousin it. That's exactly. That's what I want. Um, and uh, God damn it, they didn't give it to me. And, uh, <laughs> at least not yet. Um, so, I don't know. I, I did just get to the fourth world, though, and that's the one where like you fight the Wiggler, and I'm excited about that one. Okay. That fight looked cool, but it sucks that like that fight looked really cool, and it's in the fourth world, uh, and they've already spoiled it for me. It's like, fuck, man. Like, that should have been world one. Like that fight looks so cool. Uh, it's like maybe they knew that. It's like well, the the coolest thing is in World Four, so we'll just show them that one. Um, but the other game I did play, I beat Plague's Tale Requiem. Okay. And I talked about I was only like chapter four, I think, last week. Uh, there's 17 chapters. I think wow. it took me like 12 to 14 hours in there, somewhere in that range. Um, my my Xbox said it took me like I played it for 18 hours, but I left it sitting idle a lot. So I'm gonna guess 12 to 14 hours and. Stuff like that, um, but uh, yeah, I, I I talk about like I'm getting some early, you know, you know, when I was only in like the fourth chapter, I was like, man, I'm getting some. This could be a potential game of the year contender, and Gables. This might be my game of the year so far. Hey, yeah, I I, I adore this. I love this game. Um, we were talking all about Naughty Dog, and I mean this as a top end. Um, a, a compliment. Okay. Um, this is the closest Naughty Dog game I played that wasn't made by Naughty Dog. Hmm. Like the story, the music, the characters, um, the gameplay. I mean, something I love about this game isn't the, is the gameplay is it like a super fun game to play. No, of course not. Uh, but I think. You know, sometimes you see those games that try to, like, like we talk about, I was just talking about chasing trends. Yes. Uh, like, you'll think about, like, the Xbox 360 PS3 era when Gears of War came out and totally ch- basically transformed the third-person j- shooter genre where everybody just did the the Gears of War. That was just the model. Yes. So, all right, you're going to stick You're gonna stick to walls. You're going to peek over, uh, stuff like that. Like, even Uncharted did, did that, essentially. Absolutely. Um, and, like... So many games are like they were fine. They're like double A versions of Gears of War, um, and a lot of them were fine. A lot of them were mediocre, uh, but they just tried to be so hard of that thing. Um, and I, but I think where this game works out is it's like a double A Naughty Dog game, uh, but instead of trying to like make the gameplay um, up to par of that, like this is they just went full blown like this is like a stealth game. This is a puzzle game. Like the puzzles, like it's the puzzles of like a Naughty Dog game, of like an Uncharted game, but like instead of like uh, the action and the shooting and the fighting. It's a this is a stealth first game, uh, and I, and I, I I love the way the gameplay is so much better in this one though too. Where like the first game was like, it was pretty much it was just ninety percent stealth. Like you got caught, like you basically you just like you can yeah you can run and hide, but you you just might as well just stand there and let them kill you and just restart from the checkpoint. Um, and this one like you get caught, there's a good chance you got a chance now of like at least hiding again, or you at least now are 
you can have like you're offensive enough that you can actually kill some people or do some damage or stun them to like prevent them like so like the big thing is like uh amicia has um like a sling she always had the sling in the first game but this game now it's like they've they added some stuff to it they made it a little more powerful so like right. you can use it and you can hit somebody with it and you can stun them um you like in this now you actually have a, you get a crossbow uh they limit how many uh crossbow like actual bolts you can carry uh but like you can actually like fucking kills people with that which is great uh one of my favorite things is i wish more games did this where they so you get like you have skills Mm -hmm. um but instead of like oh you got so much xp now pick a skill to put points in uh to raise all the skills that you get so you have like skills for like aggressiveness skills for stealthiness Mm -hmm. uh you have skills for crafting stuff like that you don't like you have skill like in like the you know obviously you go up a level you get you you uh you get better stuff you, you're like you're a little quieter when you walk you can move a little faster when you're crouching um you're uh you can you you can like retrieve bolts if you kill somebody instead of like you know you gain a level and you pick a point you pick one point to put into a skill you only earn skills by doing those things well okay so like you have like you have your stealth you have your your like action you have your crafting you earn those things by doing them, which on one mm. hand can kind of suck if you're bad at stealth. Where it's like, well, the only way I can get better at stealth is by putting more skills into that thing. Um, this is I, I love this. It's not like overly hard. It's it's definitely like sometimes trial and error. Uh, but I love that fact that like, especially early on, I was like, um, I I kind of went like straight. Like my my thing with like games usually is like especially like even like like Far Cry Three stuff like that, where like I would go stealth for as much as I could until eventually I got caught. Um, and that's kind of the, more or less what I did bef- in this game as well. But the fact that I couldn't put skills and pick points, like it kind of changed the way I played though as well. Like we're like, fuck, like I like you know, especially you don't have guns too. So like I love the fact that like, um, when you like, you just it's just a matter of like learning the mechanics and getting better instead of just like getting like better stuff and like that's what makes you better. Or you don't only get better; you just right. have, you know you get better equipment or whatever. Like you just get better at the game. I know it's like the Dark Souls thing that I always bitch about, like the cute good son, and that's kind of what it is. I know that's kind of stupid, but the game it's not like over. I don't, anyways, I'm going on a tangent here. I just love that fact of like you just get better at like kind of like all these encounters like puzzles, and it's like cool, like all right, like you, like there's like this whole area you gotta get you gotta get to the end, and like just learning like the like the system of like getting past all these guys and like cool if I kill this guy. Oh fuck no! I alerted them, so now I know there's somebody around. So now they're all and they're gone. Like they don't know where I am, but they're now at least alerted to the fact that I'm around. That's a bad idea. Restart, or you know, I get caught and eventually die, and then learn and get better again. And I, I just love that. I, I love that idea. I love. I wish. I hope more games do that because that's a really cool mechanic, and it works out really well. And like I got stuff unlocked at a good pace. Um, I love seeing that. Um, there are like you can get you get uh, tools that you can do that you can. Upgrade your equipment though, like you can like, uh, like your sling. You can get it so you can, like re- you can like load two rocks in a sling at once, um, or you can carry more crossbows, stuff like that, more bolts for your crossbow, stuff like that. Um, but the, the the crux of this game, you know, the thing I love about it is like that. Like I said, like it's a it is a very good not 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 naughty dog game, um, where I I the story isn't like fantastic, but the characters I love Amicia. I actually really like Hugo, the little brother in this game, because in the first game, 
Um, he's kind of a whiny bitch, uh, and he's kind of annoying after a while, and I kind of want him to die. Uh, I loved, um, oh, I forgot his name, the the guy that's with them though. You meet him in the first game. I got, I totally spaced his name, but like they they introduced like, but like they they introduced like um, Ar- Arnaud and Sophia. These characters they introduced, and then within thirty minutes, I love these characters, and that's something that like you know, like a Naughty Dog game, like they would introduce these characters and then immediately I, I love these characters like Uncharted 4 when they introduced the brother and it's like within a chapter, I'm already like, I, I really like he, he's, he melds really well with the other characters. I love, I love his backstory. I love this character. I love all of it. I like, I'm, you know, like immediately I'm in on whatever we're doing with these guys. Um, and it's the same thing there uh, with, with this where it's like, I mean, and these games are, it's hard because this game is so story focused. So it's hard to talk about too much about this game, but I love where they went. The and like the uh, the game looks. I'm playing on a Series S, and this game looks fucking stunning. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe how well this game looks. Um, so yeah, like I I, I I had a blast this game. I ended up beating it essentially in like four sittings. I played like a bunch last Saturday. I played a little bit. I played like a few hours Sunday night. Uh, I had my day off on Wednesday, which was great. Finally, I played a bunch Wednesday. And then I just knocked it out today. Like nice. I, like I, it was like basically like four long sittings. Uh, and like today, I think I played it for like six hours straight, knocked it out. Uh, I adore this game. I couldn't, I, I thought this game was like a shoe in for top 10. Now I'm like, man, this is like, I mean, I know we obviously have a ton. We keep talking about all these games coming out the next month or so. And I'm just like, but like, I, I, I it's kind of like when I talk about our beginnings here, where I said Pokemon Legends Arceus. If this game isn't in my top five, this is going to be an all time great year. Um, and I keep looking, I was kind of peeking at my list, uh, earlier. I'm like, Gables, this might be an all time great year. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I have this game. If it's not in my top three, I, I don't know how, uh, but it, there's a chance it might not be, but I, I just, my God, this game is phenomenal. Um, I recommend this is not a game for everybody. If you are, if you want right, to right. cover kind of a, a story driven, uh, self focused game, I highly recommend it. Um, but uh, yeah, like um, you need to play the first game, though you really do. Um, Innocence, Playtale Innocence, because this is like I said, it's a story-driven game. I I I pop, I played through it last year. I pop, just pop it on easy, just pop it on easy, run through it, then play this game. Um, it's it's phenomenal. Like the last game was like a really strong like high seven eight game. Uh, this is like a fucking nine nine point five to me. Um, I love the worlds. I love the settings you're in. I love the story. I love the characters. Uh, I was a crying mess at the end of this fucking game um because i was so i just love these characters so much that they introduced uh, i love these characters from the first game even more than i did the first like they just like they went more in depth with in the like the, this one i just felt like they had a much bigger budget and they were allowed to do a lot more with, with this game um and yeah i and they're not afraid they're not afraid to go places uh, with it so uh that's what i'm playing um but i can't highest highest of praise for me, play selling Requiem. But Gables, tell me what we've been playing, buddy. All right. So there's been a couple different games that I had been playing. To get it out of the way, yes, I did continue on playing some more God of War. I did go forth and meet the second brother and stuff. I met the witch and stuff. And I'm currently at the area and stuff to where, like, uh, oh, God, these like these flying creatures or something like that that I'm facing off against and stuff. It's, it's right past... It's right past where like uh, Kratos is like able to like move. It's like the able to move like this uh, this little gurney or something around. So you can oh, go to different with worlds. the elves. 
What's up? Are you in the elves? Yes. You meet the elves? Okay. Yeah. Yes. You're on a boat a lot? Yes, you're pretty much on a boat a lot and stuff like that. Uh, Is there a beam of light in the sky? What's that? Is there a beam of light in the sky? Yep. Yep. Okay, you're with the elves. Yep, I'm with the elves in that regards. Like, Atreus is, like, hearing stuff in his head and stuff like that. That's where I ended it off, like, at and stuff, where I played a good solid, I think about, like, about, uh, what, an hour to hour and a half or so more of the game in and of itself to where I'm still getting used to a lot of things with the combat and stuff. I'm loving the combat, obviously, but, uh, man, the difficulty really does rack up pretty quickly. You know, I have it on normal. I have gone through and let where the opening with the elves and stuff, the dwarves, oh, what the fuck, the dwarves or something like that we're at. Like, uh, you see these figures, like, just take out these, like, these, uh, I wanted to say, like, these, the good elves or something like that, the bad elves or something like that are flying around, well, you know, those other shit. The light elves and dark elves? Yeah. But, uh, I am really liking, I'm really liking the difference. Know your Norse mythology, okay? Come on. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, I don't know too much about Norse with. Mythology. You gotta, Greek you, mythology you gotta maybe do what I a little bit better. Yeah, you gotta do what I do. Invest 300 hours in YouTube videos about <laughs> mythology. Oh, boy. But what I'm saying is I'm really liking the pu- like solving a bit of the puzzles. I'm really loving the combat. I'm really loving like mm-hmm. uh, the set worlds and stuff look absolutely stunning. Even with... I had to make sure this thing was on 60 frames and stuff like that. See if I had it on correctly, which, yes, I did. I had to adjust my TV's like uh, brightness and everything else like that. And after I did that, fuck, that made a world of difference because now I'm looking at this game. It released like what, 2017, 2018? 2018. Yeah, 2018. This looks so freaking stunning on the PS5 in and of itself. Like running at 60 frames, run like everything's all crisp and everything else is like so well articulated. There's no like, there's no like chugging of frame rates. There's no this and that. It's, the presentation is absolutely phenomenal with this game. I mean, absolutely. Combat's mm-hmm. tight. I'm still going through and upgrading a bit of Kratos' abilities and stuff. I got the ability to where I can, like, do a ground pound with a hammer and just freezes a whole bunch of the different, like, opponents and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am slowly upgrading Kratos. I'm slowly trying to get things all nice and, like, uh, I'm still just getting used to the fact that I have to upgrade his abilities using, like, these particular type of points and stuff because I'm so used to the old style of like God of War games that I used to play and stuff to where it's predominantly action. You can level things up based upon how much of those little like a blood the orbs, blood orbs and stuff that you collect. Yeah. But what I'm really also liking is the little puzzles where you get to get the bunch of the different little items, especially when you hit like the little symbols and stuff, you hit the three symbols or the five symbols and then, you do that fast enough, you get the chest, like the chest open and yeah. stuff. You collect those little items. Yep. I purposely went through a puzzle to where I had to basically throw my axe at a sign, have it stop in place, so that way I could, like, uh, just get it down like far enough to where once I retrieved the axe, I had to go forth and throw it at a symbol like somewhere like in a different portion of like a cave or something next to the platform mm-hmm. because it was like rising and like uh, descending kind of like in a little elevator in that regards but uh, I haven't faced any more bosses yet but like I've said before I met the other brother and stuff that was pretty close to like uh, 
Kratos' wife before she died and stuff pretty much kind of worshipped her in some aspects. Oh, uh, the uh, Brock and Sindri? Yeah, Sindri. Yeah. 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 And uh, met the witch the first time and stuff. It's it's kind of messed up how it's like you quintessentially like uh, have Atreus shoot this boar, right? And you're like, oh, okay, this is just some random like magical boar and stuff. And it's a become of the witch is like the le- oh, this is the last. It's her friend. This is my yeah. friend. This is the last of it's like an actual species of boar. I'm like, yeah. um, okay, well, this pretty much went all the way up to eleven pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i thought that was kind of hilarious there was actually one point with that chase sequence where uh i got lost <laughs> and i kept going over and over like around like it's like where's the boy it's like i can't find the boy <laughs> and i'm like oh okay there we go there we go i finally got to the direction where i'm supposed to be and yeah yeah that was some fun times there but like I'm saying, Tyler, it's like I've played a fair share amount of God of War so far. I'm definitely going to be playing more of it. So I want to have this thing beaten before Ragnarok comes out. Because I know once it releases, everybody is going to be freaking spoiling the shit out of this game. Well, unfortunately, did you hear about the the, the guy on Twitter? The guy on Twitter. That um, So there was this guy that was reviewing the game and Uh-oh. his his... He had a secondary Twitter account. So I guess some reviewers do this where like uh, it was if they're playing on console, uh-huh. the best way to get screenshots uh-huh. was to like you have a secondary Twitter that you keep private. Oh, no. And you 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 like, you know, you can tweet like your screenshots or videos from your PlayStation or Xbox directly to your Twitter account. Yeah. So they would tweet them to these private accounts, get the screenshot from there and they put them in the review. Oh, I see. Well, Let the guy get... did it. Yeah. And it wasn't private. <gasps> so, like, 30, <laughs> like, I think, like, 20-something screenshots went on this thing. He deleted them pretty quickly. But you know how the internet is. They Once saved it. All it, of it's them. It's gone. Yeah, it's on there. So, be careful. And uh, Corey Barlog, who directed the first game, he directed the second one and the, the last one. Um, and he's been basically part of all of them. Um, and he's, like, one of the lead people on this one, Ragnarok. Uh, he tweeted today, I guess a, a retailer broke street date. Uh, and there are people out there that bought their game uh, and are are playing it right now uh, that don't that are not under NDAs. Uh-oh. Um, so they can just play the game whenever. Where I don't know if they could stream it. I think Twitch does follow like policies about like early release games. Like you can't just stream them. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, As a matter of fact. I remember back in the day when uh, our good our good friend that used to podcast with us, Jake, actually Jake, streamed yeah. Shadow of Mordor before freaking release. That's right, and he got his that. account banned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got like some. He got because he worked. Well, the problem was, to be fair though, he worked at Walmart. He did work at Walmart, and he did take the game home early. Yep. So that was on him. It wasn't like he found some. Absolutely, it was on him. At he that paid. Point. He didn't steal the game. He paid for it. Yeah, he just paid for it early and it broke he broke his own he sold the game to himself and broke street day early mm. uh so yeah um i forgot about that he did do that yep um but yeah so uh i know like yeah like youtube they put them on youtube or whatever they will be taken down stuff like that but uh um unfortunately like yeah, you go on twitter or anything you know, like that like it's just kind of the wild west so they will not be you know unless the person takes them down probably will not be taken down by anybody oh no um, no 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 so definitely in those cases you feel terrible it's just like in playstation just has the worst luck of 
and not of their own doing. Uh, it's just worse luck of their game. Like, look at Naughty Dog. Um, well, the Naughty Dog, the, the remake one, was of their own doing. They're leaking it before Game Summer Game Fest. But Last of Us Part 2 completely got leaked beforehand. Uh, Ragnarok Gables, do not fucking spoil it for you for the, this time. Do not do it. <laughs> I was so mad at you when you spoiled Part 2 for yourself. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> I, will, I, I, I know you, I have your address, Gables. I will say it on the on the air. Then I will fly to your house. Okay. I want the cops to be there when I show up to protect you from me. Because it's gonna be a. I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. <laughs> I'd be so fucking mad. Oh my god, you would be so freaking mad. It's like if I came in next week or like it's like, hey, guess what I learned today? It's like. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, you were, I know it wouldn't even be the fact that I'm worried that you would tell me because you didn't tell me. You, you knew no, no. The last was part. You knew the last was part two spoilers months in advance, and you didn't tell me. And I appreciated that you're not doing that. Tyler, but I also want to murder you for for knowing them. Well, I understand that. I understand that though. In that in that case and scenario and stuff, it's because of how of what I was hearing about things like from secondhand people in that regards. And that would prompt me to look inside the actual spoilers themselves for the last of us part two. But this is entirely different here. God of war Ragnarok and stuff like that. That's that's pretty much from a game series and stuff that, well, I am going to fucking play, you know? So it's like, mm. Spoilers on the internet, you know, for, like, on Twitter or on YouTube or on wherever and stuff. I know they're going to be out there. I mean, fucking Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are pretty much already out there. And I've not once actually gone yeah. through to see any more past, like, the whole Riddler coup stuff when he first started posting a bunch of, like, the random stuff. Which, yeah, a lot of it actually turned yeah. out to be true. But uh, I did spoil myself for that one, but this is a Pokemon game. I'm not really worried about Well, true, true. I mean, you're not going to worry too much about story instead of a Pokemon game unless it's that central point and they actually do a pretty damn good job of it. But, uh, forgot about Ragnarok stuff. I'm not going to make the same. I'm not going to do the same thing like I did with last of us part two, because for one, I really do want to play and enjoy this game without knowing a lot of the key story things. Cause having played so far of the original, like the 2018 release of God of war, I can tell that this is the type of game that you'd go into knowing next to nothing about. And then you'll have a better experience that way. Hmm. It's definitely one of those things. If, if Ragnarok gets spoiled for me, I will never forgive that person. Um, I remember my ex girlfriend was having a bad day one day. Uh-huh. No, nah, she wasn't mad at me. She was just having a bad day, and it was the day. It just happened to be the day that um, uh, which one was it? Endgame, Infinity War, Endgame came out. Oh shit! And like I said, wasn't mad at me. Just in a bad mood, and just said, "Hey, so and so dies randomly." Like, just told me. I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't seen it, but like I, we've been broken up for like two years now. I'm still not over it. I'm still mad. <laughs> like I was like fucking like I, the, tw- after 20 movies in, in 13 years of this, you just, cause you're in a bad mood today. You spoiled. So you just spoiled that for me. Yeah. That's just bullshit. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm personally, I, I hate people that spoil things for people. And I right. don't feel like the, I don't know who's a spoiler, who's a fuck. I, I don't. There's certain things, like I said, Scarlet and Violet, I don't care. It's a Pokemon game. Last is Part 2, Ragnarok, in-game. I don't want to know what happens. I, 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 I don't want to happens until I physically see it with my eyeballs. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm so happy that you're finally playing this goddamn game. <laughs> uh, and I hope to God you beat this game. I hope to God 
that you buy Ragnarok. I hope to God it, um, you play it and you love it just as much as I will love it. Okay. Um, okay. And whoever got that game early, uh, please tell me who you got it from because I want it so <laughs> fucking bad. Uh, I, oh, I'm still man. upset when I hear like reviewers are playing this game right now. Not that I'm like, hey, that's your job. You guys, get, that's that. You, I'm not mad at. I'm like, ooh, fuck reviewers. No, I'm just fucking jealous. It's all it is. It's jealousy, jealousy. I just want to play this fucking game. That's so wild. I hate, I hate living in this pre-Ragnarok world. <laughs> That's weird to say because Ragnarok is the end of mankind. <laughs> but <I'm>, <laughs> just wanna, I just want it. I just want it to play it. I just want my Skull and Hati PlayStation and DualSense controller in my hand while playing motherfucking God of War Ragnarok. Gables, they had the $200 edition of the Yolkner edition uh-huh. of it on sale at GameStop today. Yeah. I didn't buy it. Wow. You had some I restraint. So, nice. I had some restraint, Gables. Well, I just bought a fucking $900 PC. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no shit. I, daddy's broke, okay? Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, I can I can finance this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can just pay it over six months? I thought about it. I didn't do it. Uh, but Gables... Hmm. I want it so fucking bad. You see that? You see that hammer in there? Yeah. Oh, it's so sexy. Oh my gosh. Well, honestly, that hadn't been the only thing I had been playing this week. To kind of like. Oh yeah, this is what we were. You were playing section. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just going on about God of War. But the second thing. No, the second it. thing that I played it was a little bit of a retro thing. It's been like a continuation of like the wrestling stuff they have been playing on the 64. I decided to. Because for some reason, though, I decided to uh, pop in WrestleMania 2000 because, for one, I have heavy nostalgia for that game. It was one of the, it was infamously one of the games that uh, I wanted to play back when it first released, and I'd read it in gaming magazines like, "Oh, this is WrestleMania 2000. It's going to be at this thing or that thing." And I would go to my local Walmart like almost week after week, waiting for this damn game to release. It didn't finally release until like around. God, like early 2000 something, you know, like right past, I think it was like almost right past where like, uh, or getting close to the whole WrestleMania season of that year. And uh, this is the, this is the one game where I had to get, like, I actually had my mom like buy me other games and stuff like that. And it's like, well, because my mom was like, yeah, you know what, you know, WrestleMania 2008 here and stuff like that. But, uh, but hey, try to find another game or something you want to occupy yourself with. And that's how I came across The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. <laughs> because I finally I looked at it. I had been eyeballing it for like a good solid while. I've heard great things about it. Back in the day, I read reviews. I saw a video review, I think, of it from, uh, oh my god, G- like, like GameStop TV. No. GameSpot TV back in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was the late 90s show before they became X-Play. But I didn't think Jeff Gertzman was there yet. Oh, Gertzman was there, actually. It really? was it was Sessler oh. and Gertzman, like, co-hosting, like, uh, that show back in the day. But, uh, yeah. But anyway, going back to WrestleMania 2000 and stuff, I decided to do the main, main mode of it, which is the Road WrestleMania. Like, I've... I've beaten that mode a couple different times. And so I wanted to do it without, like, a creative character this time around. So, you know, it's the time of the year and stuff. It's Halloween. I decided to go with The Undertaker. So I 
went with Undertaker. It tells you to choose a partner as well, like a tag team partner. So I went with Kane because, you know, Brothers of Destruction, doing this and that. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny looking at the bunch of the characters inside of the roster that they had back then. I mean, of course, this is around the time where the whole Ministry of Darkness stuff was going on. So, of course, you're going to have mainstay like characters, like wrestlers like, say, The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Triple H. But you're also going to have, like, a bunch of wrestlers that didn't really become too predominant until, like, around the like the early to close to mid-2000s, say, like, uh, well, like Bradshaw, you know, from uh, The Acolytes, you know. So it's like yeah. you had The Acolytes, you had Viscera, who was the former King Mabel, which eventually became, like, towards the end of his WWE tenure as uh, Big Daddy Big V. Big Daddy V, yeah. <laughs> Then, of course, you have, like, uh, Dennis Knight, which is uh, Midian inside this. AKA, AKA Naked Man. <laughs> I'll never forget that stupid shit that they had him do to it. With, with the fanny pack? And, yeah, Dennis Snyder, he was a part of the Godwins thing, too, back around the mid-90s, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, oh my gosh. Anyway, it's like you have a whole bunch of these characters and stuff. And so I'm going through... Road to WrestleMania, and I'm going across like random like matches. Sometimes it'll put you in matches in between like with some of the main card guys, but sometimes you'll get like uh, paired off with some of the like the lower, if not the low mid card stuff. Like say you're in a three way match here with Scott Taylor and uh, Draws and stuff like that, and you're like, okay, well I'm gonna go with this match up here. And all in all, there's like about 58, 59 matches inside of the Road to WrestleMania. Of course, two of them include the King of the Ring tournament and the Royal mm. Rumble. Oh, let's just say this. I won every single one of these things except for the Royal Rumble because I got eliminated by fucking D'Lo Brown with about five wrestlers left. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. And here's the thing. Here's the kicker. Towards the end of the career mode and stuff like that, you get to face Vince McMahon inside of like a pay-per-view stuff. It wasn't until after I finished the mode where I figured, holy shit, this is the one match where you have to lose in order to f- technically uh-huh. get the get the actual best ending of the game. Because if you lose to Vince McMahon, the very next the very next like uh, night or something on like a Raw or something like that, you have Linda McMahon announces that you are going to be that special entrant inside of like the WrestleMania 2000 inside of a special match for the world heavyweight champ, you know, the WWF championship. And so what ends up happening is I finish the road WrestleMania, but Vince McMahon strips the title for me, gives it to triple H <laughs> and I'm like, well, and I'm, I'm like, I'm fucking mad. I'm like, here I am I'm at WrestleMania. And all I have is a fucking European championship match here. Where I have to defend the title against Shawn Michaels. And that's yeah. and that's fucking it. I'm like, fuck. I didn't even have a chance to go after the tag titles that that whole run. So of course my partner turns on me, Kane, and stuff like that. And who do they pair me off with after uh after Kane leaves and stuff and random tag match? Meet oh. Sean Stasiak. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It, I thought it was just hilarious as shit. And, uh, I mean, granted, the thing about it is, like, for the best ending, you could basically go through, you have to win the Royal Rumble. And let me tell you something, it's incredibly hard to win 
the fucking Royal Rumble inside of WrestleMania mm. 2000, the game. More random than anything. Well, it's not just random, but the fucking AI is so fucking cheap. I mean, yeah. they have it set. That's what I mean. Set. Like, you just got to get lucky. They have it set to a specific difficulty. You can't change the difficulty inside of Road to WrestleMania, right? And so, if you want to go through and do, like, strikes or grapples, even if it's, like, a light grapple or something, it's instantly... Sometimes it can be just instantly reversed and stuff. I mean, granted, towards the later half of uh, that mode, I was countering things, like, more consistently with Undertaker because... He has natural, like, uh, strong arm strength in regards to his character build and stuff, and I can easily, like, counteract certain strikes or certain grapples or something. But then you would get into these stupid juggle contests to where it's like, okay, opponent opponent throws a punch. I counter him. He counters me in another strike. And then I counter him again, and he just counters me. I'm like, what the hell? That's like three freaking counters in a row. And I'm like, knock. But, uh... And that's that's just that's just one thing to note. You stuff. I won every single match again, except for one. And I did a fucking draw with the Big Show early on because I did not pay attention to the fucking count. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. But uh, yeah, WrestleMania 2000. I just I basically just played around with the road of WrestleMania and like a couple of the creative character stuff. Did like a random King of the Mat King of the Ring match last night with one of uh, my creative characters and stuff. And I, that's where I realized, well, the championship, I hadn't defended it in over 10 years. <laughs> I'm like, it, it's saying 2012. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, definitely got over the 30-day uh, contract, whatever it is. I think, I've, I, I think I've done that maybe... Yeah, I think I'm over the 30 day like defending clause like over the like over a hundred times by now. Yeah, but uh, no. The last thing I wanted to touch upon what I've been playing, I did play more Destiny 2, but it's in specifics of that one dungeon duality. I'm happy to report my friends and I a couple nights ago managed to beat that dungeon of like duality, and it took us around two hours to do so because we had to do the platforming stuff all the way to that first initial section where we have that boss battle with matching the symbols for each room and stuff and doing all this other tap dancing like like witch doctor type of summoning type of crap and then it's like we finally get to the final portion of the dungeon itself all the platforming stuff's done all the weird specific stuff is done and we get to the final battle against Keitel. And uh, it's kind of the same kind of thing like you would do in the first room, only it's a, it's a lot, lot larger of a freaking battlefield, let's just say. And so we get to our we get to our initial like ledges and stuff that we have to uh, one of my one of my teammates has to like shoot this bell and stuff to transform us to another freaking realm and stuff like that, so I can beat this one beat this one scion and stuff like that so i kill him i grab the essence of it i rush back to the bell because we have to clear all these 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 bell ringers and stuff like that kill them first before heading back because if we don't we die and we have to do that process all over again so in the middle of the battle we get Keitel down to half health and it was kind of interesting because in order for him to us to do battle damage Keitel has to be in the center. We All of us have to be on opposing sides to one another. So, like, say, I'm on the left, my other friend's in the middle, my other friend's on the right, and 
basically just shooting the the gears that are glowing red on one side. Like you don't have to shoot them all. You just have to shoot like one, and all of a sudden the the freaking like chains go like haywire or something like that, and it transports Kyle into the other realm, and that's where you chase Kyle and stuff and do battle damage. But inside the middle of this boss battle, what Kyle will do is he'll try to escape right by going to a particular bell. But if you shoot that bell and close it before he does that, it pretty much knocks him in a dizzy state or like mm-hmm. a uh, vulnerable state. So he'll do nothing, and then you have to go through and attack him. So here we are. We're just shooting. We're just landing supers on this person, on this thing and stuff. And towards the middle health and stuff like that, once we did that process again, I just started to jump up, right? And I forgot I had these boots on that are helping me with the platforming section this entire time. The Lion Ramparts. It's the exotic boots for Titan class, right? I jumped up so high, I literally accidentally landed on a ledge up top. And so I'm like, okay, I'm overseeing the battlefield. And uh, my <laughs> my friends are like, where the hell are you at? I'm like, I'm just shooting at the, the Kylo from up top and stuff like that. I basically did some pot shots, stun like shot the bell, like kind of stunned Kyle in certain aspects. Took out some snipers, snipers before I finally got killed by a sniper across the other side of the map. But uh, this whole battle and sequence took about a good solid thirty to forty-five minutes. This whole initial boss battle, but we finally defeated Kyle after what it seemed like a freaking eternity with that stuff, and all of us got some good good gear from that dungeon. And man, it felt so awesome because we had tried this. This was like our literal, like our fourth or fifth attempt at this uh, dungeon over the past couple of weeks. And this is the main dungeon that uh, is inside the Witch Queen's like uh, expansion of itself. And yeah, we finally got that done. And quite honestly, I'm just happy that I finally could say like I've beaten that damn thing. I'm not sure if I'm going to farm a bunch of different things after doing all that stuff but yeah it was just one of those cool moments like us as like a squad managed to take out an extremely hard like boss battle and stuff yeah oh but yeah that's pretty much what I've been playing alright well (laughs) awesome Gables well thank you guys for uh, watching listening to us um, as we Work on the uh, testing here of doing a live stream and all that fun jazz. So if you've been watching us live, we appreciate it. If you are watching us later, we appreciate it. Um, if you're listening to us later, we appreciate it. Please, uh, uh, wherever you're listening to us, watching to us, wherever, uh, please look in the show notes down below. Uh, description, uh, links to all of our pages, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, all those fun things. Uh, Extra Life is down there as well. Click on that link. That will get you to the uh, page to set up your own account. But if you want to donate to us, you can do that as well. Just look up uh, Tyler Courtney or Gabe Bagno. Uh, It's spelled just as it sounds. If you don't want a bag, just say no. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. uh, Thank you guys so much for watching, listening. Uh, I was your host. I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. Until next time, everyone, play some fun games. And also... Thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. Thank you, Yep. Too sweet? Too sweet, man. (laughs) Bye, guys. See ya.